everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just want to welcome you here today. I feel like it has been a while. You know, holidays got the best of me, and we currently moved into a new place, and so I've just been doing all the settling, some home renovations, and I have been busy, let me tell you. I feel like all of December and all of January um, so far is just gone. It was just a blur, but I'm really thankful for this new year. I'm thankful for all that the Lord is showing me, all of the exciting things I have to come in 2021, you guys. I just can't wait, and I'm excited to have you be a part of it all. I um, know I need to get on here a little bit more to share so much more that's going on, but I wanted to stop in today to chat a little bit about relationships. I feel like 2020 really put relationships in a bind. Um, it really put tested them, and I, I'm not talking marriage or boyfriend, girlfriend, although this does pertain to that. I also just want to talk about relationships in general. So friendships, um, those we come across that, you know, don't believe like we do, or maybe they have a different point of view or whether they vote for one guy or vote for the other. Like there was so much division in 2020 and I really want to bring it to light in 2021 so that we do not make those same mistakes and that we can keep ourselves accountable. We are accountable for our actions and we are accountable for what we say. And everything we say can either bring life or it can bring death. And we have to be mindful of one, how we treat other people, especially if we, you know, if you are a believer and if you do believe in Jesus Christ, like we are to emulate the Lord and be an example here on earth for other people. And I just have to say that 2020, you know, it really, I don't know if it shed a great light on many of us, but you know, there is repentance and there is another day to get it right. So I just want to start there and you know, really talk about loving one another and what God has called us to do. And and that's why loving our neighbor is literally like one of the most important commandments that the Lord has given us aside from, you know, putting God first. So uh, let's just dive right in. I feel like this message has actually been on my heart for quite a while, especially with 2020. I just feel like it's so important for, for us all to see each other the way God sees them. So like, if I look at you and you're really irritating me (laughs) with maybe your different opinions or the way you live your life, I want to no longer have my flesh decide for me whether you are good or bad, but really look at you through the eyes of the Lord. So he created us all in his image. He gave us all different characteristics, different circumstances that we were born into, different talents, different gifts. And I think it's important for us to set aside our bias, set aside our opinions and our feelings, because when we allow our feelings and our opinions to control our lives, that is when deception is allowed in. That's when so many other things can get muddied inside of Um, your feelings, you know, it can really deceive you if you are not finding discernment and, you know, diving into the word and truly seeking God for all the answers. 
I know discernment was tested for me personally um, because I wanted to truly make sure that no matter what's going on in the world or even in you know my own personal life that I understand what he is doing and I understand what he is trying to show me through any circumstance, any relationship, any conversation, um, any, you know, national, um, significant like event. I, I have learned to truly sit and rest my mind and my spirit on the Holy Spirit and allow him to show me through scripture, um, and through the Holy Spirit to, 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 to discern what the Lord is trying to do, uh, what he's trying to show me. And I have found this to be very helpful when I am also discerning relationships or discerning friendships or discerning, you know, family relationships and um, how to navigate each and every one because so often we allow our feelings or opinions or honestly, sometimes the enemy can get in there and start telling you lies about a certain someone or a certain um, circumstance, and then you begin to believe it. So I just want to talk about love today, <laughs> because love is so important, and loving one another is so very important. I want you to know, first and foremost, that you are loved, you're so loved, and I love that you are here, so I can tell you that. Um, but God loves you so very much, so very much. And he wants us to love others the way he loves us. So one thing that has really um, been on my mind too is, you know, like no matter who is right or wrong in our earthly existence right now, especially with um, opinions going around, no matter who's right or wrong, none of it matters. God loves us both. If you disagree from me, that doesn't change God's love for you. That doesn't change God's love for me if I'm wrong. You know, like, he loves us both. He has so much grace. One of the things that keeps coming up is my grace is sufficient. And it's because we try to put we try to put weight on our own opinions. We try to put weight on what we think or what we do. And honestly, God's grace is sufficient. And in that, we can fall and we can be wrong, but his grace catches us when we fall. And so I think that's so important to understand too because if we do reflect back on anything that we have said or anything that we've done, we know that we can head straight to the Father um, for forgiveness. We can repent of any sin or any wrong thinking, and we can be made new and start fresh. I mean, so much love. He has unconditional love, agape love for us. And um, I don't know, there's just something I think, you know, lately humanity kind of lacks. You know, we lack loving someone who might look different than us, who might act different than us, who might have different beliefs. Um, and it's very sad. It's very sad to see such division um, happening in our world and happening even among families, happening, happening with friendships, happening with um, marriages. I mean, it's exactly what the enemy wants, and so that's why we have to stand firm and fight against it with love. Um, while I was trying to, you know, Think about what I wanted to chat about. I um, uh, what really came up was 
the other night I was trying to put Xander back to sleep because he is now two, but he just has never been a great sleeper ever. And so it's been really hard to get into a rhythm with him because he'll sleep through the night one night and then literally like wake up three times the next. And he's just really cozy. He just wants to be like touching my, playing with my hair (laughs) or he just wants to have a warm body next to him. So I get it. But this night, this particular night, he must've just woke up with a bad dream or he just woke up very pissed to be honest and he got even more mad that I walked into the room to try to help him and then everything I said or everything I did made him scream more you know if you're a parent you understand this and sometimes there's things you just can't do and this is in the middle of the night too so I'm super exhausted just wanting to go back to sleep but I also want to calm him so that he can go back to sleep and You know, he's super heightened, screaming so loud. I just don't want him to wake everyone else up, and I want to try to calm him. And, you know, as a parent, it's it's very hard to not be able to help your child. Like, I think that's the biggest difficulty and source of frustration is when, say, they're crying or screaming or doing something they're not supposed to, and nothing you do is helping. And so this particular night, you know, I'm really frustrated. I'm praying, like, nonstop to try to calm him, um, asking the Lord to calm his spirit, help him sleep. And it got to a point where, you know, 15 minutes in, 20 minutes in, I don't even know how long, and he's still not calming down. I, in my mind, I I didn't even know what to say, and I, I said, I give up. In my mind, I didn't say it to him, I don't think, <laughs> but I just was like, I give up. Like, I don't know what else to do to help my son. And immediately, like not even a second, I felt the Holy Spirit and the Lord tell me, have I ever given up on you? And I was so convicted in that moment that it just changed my perspective on how I was, you know, trying to settle my son. And it gave me more patience and it gave me more strength to realize, you know, The Lord has been with me each and every moment of my life, even when I was being a crying toddler, not doing what the Lord wanted me to do. That didn't change his love for me, just as it doesn't change my love for my son. I love my son no matter what. And even when he's crying, I love him. And and, and so I was reminded in this circumstance um, that happened that, you know, God loves us so very much. He loves us in, you know in our holy, and he loves us in our heart. He loves us no matter what. And the fact that he said, have I given up on you? I mean, the answer is no, he's never given up on me, ever. Like, why do I need to give up on my son? So I just spent, you know, another 20 minutes resting with him and praying over him to help calm him down. And, you know, when he finally did, I just was so grateful and thankful for the ability to to pray and the ability to talk to God and the, be, the ability to feel that kind of discernment um, and that kind of correction, to be honest, you know, that changed my perspective for other nights that he didn't want to sleep. And so it just sets me forward with like changing our perspective. So when we are getting frustrated or we are, you know, like wanting to give up on people, especially those we love, has the Lord ever given up on you? And if not, which he doesn't ever give up on us, then why are we so quick to give up on everyone else or dismiss 
their opinions or dismiss whatever they feel deep in their heart. And so as I was going to share this today, the Lord brought me to Romans 13, 8. And it says, do not owe people anything except always owe love to each other. Because the person who loves others has obeyed all the law. It goes on to say at the end, all these commands and all others are really only one rule. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love never hurts a neighbor. So loving is obeying all the law. And I just, you know, there, there's so much grace. And so, you know, following God, um, it's not all about, it's not legalistic and all about um, following A, B, and C. It's truly just believing in Jesus and following what God wants for us. And he wants us to love. He wants us to be love so that we are an example for him, so that we don't criticize other people. We don't just are quick to be like, we're right, you're wrong, or my way is the highway. Um, Because in the end, God is our judge. You know what I mean? Everyone will bow before him. It goes on in Romans 14. As Romans 14 talks about not criticizing one another for the different opinions. You know, the reason Christ died and rose from the dead to live again was so he would be Lord over both the dead and the living. I love 14.7. We do not live or die for ourselves. If we live, we are living for the Lord. And if we die, we are dying for the Lord. So living or dying, we belong to the Lord. It means in all things, we are we belong to the Lord. And remind us that he is our judge. He is our judge. God is our judge. Other people are not our judge. And we are not other people's judge. So who are we to say, you're wrong? Or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. There's just so much words going around. Instead of speaking from our feelings or speaking from our opinions, let's start speaking the truth. And the truth is found in the word. And that word is the Bible. And the Bible is God. And I just feel that is where we need to find our source of life, our source of news, our source of discernment, and our source of how to treat other people. I'm also really drawn to, as I was doing this, I I just love the Bible so much because I will ask the Lord, you know, what he's trying to show me, or I will just say, you know, I really want to speak on love. And I kid you not, he brought me to those, he brought me to Romans, and then I opened my Bible once again, and he brought me to Hebrews 13. And it says, keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Remember to welcome strangers because some who have done this have welcomed angels without knowing it. I don't know about you, but I've actually long, long ago remember this verse. And so every time that I see a homeless person or someone who needs help, I am reminded of this verse and why I will always offer whatever I have available. Um, Because you don't know if that person standing on the corner is an angel in disguise. You know, what about that stranger that you just judged or criticized or made fun of? What if that's an angel? God knows our hearts and he sees all that's happening. And that's why it's just so important to love everyone. You don't have to love or condone actions or words. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not saying to condone it or to encourage. I think more than anything, it's doing things with love behind it. You know, 
like we all have to keep each other, especially believers, we have to keep each other accountable so that we can grow in faith and so that we can um, stay within the word. You know, I, I would always love correction, you know, because that's the only way I can grow, especially if I am wrong. Um, when it comes to the truth and when it comes to the word. but So I'm not saying that we condone everything, but I'm saying that we don't criticize in a way where we put ourselves superior because God sees us all. He loves us all the same, no matter what color, what you do for a living, where you live, your opinion on Facebook. He loves us all, hands down. So lately, as because this has been in my heart to truly start seeing people, um, even people you know who have wronged me or maybe made me feel a certain way, I have been trying to take a step back and rather than allow my feelings to lead, to shift my perspective and truly see them the way God sees them. I mean, it takes strength and it takes prayer and it takes discernment. And that's why you should be praying for all three. You should be praying for all of that strength and discernment. And I don't know, it's helped me to not live with, you know, bitterness. It's a way to overcome wounds. It's a way to see people for who God sees them. And maybe when you start putting those new eyes on, you might start seeing such wonderful things about people that you never once saw before because you were so quick to see the bad. I think that's a problem with so many people right now is you're so quick to judge or so quick to critique that you're only focusing on the bad. They're still humans. They were created by God for a purpose. What would it look like if we were kind to them and showed kindness like the Lord and, and walked like Jesus? Like, Don't you think that would soften someone's heart? But the moment we combat them or the moment we throw our our truths, maybe not the truth, but our beliefs, then it can harden hearts. It can make people who, you know, would be softened to hear about Jesus or maybe even see you in light of Jesus. It turns them away. And that's a pity, you know. I hope that we can go throughout the day. And when we get that inkling to like critique or that inkling to judge someone, I pray that we can pause, put on God's goggles <laughs> and see through the goggles with how he sees the person. He still loves all of his children and he hopes for them to come back to him. Just as he doesn't give up on you, he doesn't give up on that other person. There is always hope. Hope for that person to come to the Lord if they aren't. Hope that maybe your heart will soften. Hope that we can be a nation united. Hope for peace if that's God's will. That's why discernment, we got to know what God's up to, you know? And we don't know that if we're not resting our minds on him and trying to see the world and people and lies through his perspective. That's all. <laughs> I, just, I just hope we all can go about our day viewing people in light of eternity and not in light of our earthly, you know? I just pray for us all to um, change our perspective this year. Change our perspective into God's perspective die to ourselves, and live for him. 
because what we think about a certain topic doesn't matter if it's not in line with what he thinks or what he knows. And so I'm just going to leave you with that today. I um, am excited for some things coming up, so I hope you stay tuned because I really am, I really have something exciting going to be happening and a way for all of us to truly rise up this year, to rise up into who God created us to be and where our purpose is on earth. Um, to glorify him and to build the kingdom. So stay tuned. And I just thank you guys so very much. I'm going to leave you here with a prayer to get you on your day. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for everyone listening. I thank you for your word, Lord. I don't know what we would do without the Bible, without scripture, without the Holy Spirit, Lord. I just thank you so very much for your sacrifice of your son, Jesus. And I just thank you so much for discernment and for your love, Lord. Thank you for loving us all so very much. Thank you for your grace, Father. Thank you for this life that we get to lead and, Father, for the relationships that you put in our way. We pray, Father, for the eyes of you to to take over um, any deception or we pray for you to lead us to show us where we have got it wrong maybe what we've said or what we've done or we just pray for you to show us open the eyes of our heart to see you more search our hearts so that we may know where we got it wrong or where we need to have a different perspective we love you Lord so very much I pray for everyone listening I pray that you bless them Lord I pray that you blanket them with peace and understanding I pray that you unmask any deception unmask any area of their lives that needs to be looked at cleansed I pray Father for um, unity in relationships I pray for I pray for your truth to outshine any personal feelings or personal opinions because your truth is all that matters. I pray for anyone needing healing of their body or healing of their mind. I pray for anxiety to flee in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that our minds be set on you and I pray for our hearts to be calm and to be filled with so much love, so much love for strangers, so much love for one another, so much love for our family members and our friends. Let us lead with love today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful day, and until next time, love you. Bye.